our lesson again today. Amen. We've been talking about a victorious people and a victorious church in the end times. And it's key when you look at the title and you begin to look at what God is trying to show us and what he's trying to prepare us to do and be ready for. Amen. We know that through scripture study, there's going to be some things that's going to happen, some things that's going to come against us. But we have to make sure that we are strong in the Lord. Amen. So I was saying Wednesday night, as the Lord told his disciples in Luke 21, verse 14, he says, settle it in your mind. Amen. We we have got to get this thing settled. We got to get purposed in our heart that, as Paul says in Romans 8, nothing is going to be able to separate me from the love of God. Every one of us has got to get this thing settled. The hero of Israel, Lord our God is one Lord. There's only one God. We got to get this thing settled. We know that persecution is going to come against the church. We know that things are going to happen. So we need to settle this thing in our mind. And if we get it settled now, like Job did when he was in his right mind. See, that's why when you read Job's account, the Bible starts telling you right off the onset of the book of Job that Job was an upright man. He feared God. He screwed evil. He did things when he was in his right mind. You find that Job sacrificed daily for his family. He got up early, the Bible says, and he sacrificed for his family because Job says, maybe my kids are sinning against God. You know, he, he did those things when you're in your right mind. See, you can't wait till trouble start happening and things start to coming against you to try to make wise and sound decisions because a lot of times what will happen is you'll start leaning to your flesh and the worldly counsel instead of godly counsel and you you avoid God because God is not going to rush right out a lot of times and do things. You know, he's on time, but we have to learn how to wait upon God. Stand back and as the Lord told Moses and see the salvation of the Lord. So we need to prepare it now. Get it in your mind. Get it in your heart. Nothing is going to stop me. I'm going to serve God. You know, I'm going to live for God. I'm going to make it to the finish line. I'm going all the way. If not, amen, something will try his very best to stop you and the enemy of our soul. As Peter has already told us, the adversaries is a wrong line. He's walking about seeking whom he may devour. You know, even in our families, our loved ones around us, you know, death it, it can shake you if you don't have it settled in your mind. You know, you have to have stuff in place. You know, if not, it, it'll, it'll rock your cradle, you know. So you need to be aware of these things that are going to come, and you know, in life. And none of us know when it's going to happen. I don't know, you know, that's what Job says in Job 3.25. He said, the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me. He says, I was not in safety, you know. So you got to realize there's some things, it, it catches you by surprise. How many of you get up in the morning and say, oh, I'm going to stand here and wait till my trouble comes? We don't do that. Yeah. We don't, we don't. It catches us totally by surprise. You know, but we have to be aware that these things can happen, that things can come. You know, you know, it, 
Anything can happen. We don't know. But that's why we have to settle it in our mind that God is God and He's good all the time and He's with me all the time and the promises He gives me. He won't leave me. He won't forsake me. So I need to settle this stuff deep down inside of me. Amen. That nothing, as Micah said, rejoice not against me, O my enemies. When I fall, I'm getting up. When I sit in darkness, the Lord is still going to be a light around about me. So I need to settle this stuff in my heart and in my mind. That's why we have the scriptures to give us warning and instructions. Amen. So today we're talking about a victorious people and a victorious church in the end times. And so today we want to talk about love Jesus' name amongst our mixed mockery. Loving Jesus' name Amid mockery, our fourth lesson here. Amen. So Second Peter chapter 3, verse 1 through 12. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 1 through 12. Peter says, the second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you. As I was saying Wednesday night, anytime you hear the word beloved, you know, get ready for what's coming because he's going to give you some instructions because he's telling you how much I really love you. And that when you see that word beloved, he, he's trying to tell you how much God loves you. And so you need to have some instructions and understanding of some things that's going to transpire. He says here, amen. I now write unto you and both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Notice what he says. He says, now I'm not going to tell you something you don't even, you don't already know. See, he says, I'm going to bring it back to your remembrance. That's why the book of Deuteronomy, all that is, is a book of remembrance. That's all Moses is doing, you know, in, in the book of Deuteronomy. He's just, it's called a book of re- remembrance. He's trying to let them know what God did for them, what God promised them, and how they are get ready for where they're going, and how they're the act when they get there. Okay? Step in your mind and ways of remembrance that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets in the Old Testament and of the commandments of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers or mockers, walking after their own lust, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the waters and in the waters, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto the fire against the day of judgment and prediction of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. But is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, and the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. 
the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things should be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, ye, according to his promise, look for a new heaven and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you be found of him in peace, without spot and without blameless. And account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, have written unto you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, and which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing that you know these things, be, beware, lest you also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Amen. So Peter lets us know that in the last days there are going to be mockers, there's going to be scoffers uh, coming. Amen. And one of the things you find, as we've already looked at, we have determined now already that there's going to be some deception, there's going to be a lot of idolatry, there's going to be a lot of false doctrine. These things are going to come. Amen. And so Peter says also that there's going to be mockers, there's going to be scoffers, there's going to be people that is going to mock truth, there's going to be people that tries to mock the religion and what we believe and what we stand for. So they're going to poke fun. And the reason a lot of people uh, poke fun at Christianity is because the fact of the matter, they want to keep sinning. They want to keep doing their evil and, and wrong way. And so because of that, they try to prove you wrong. They try to prove you that it can't be true because they want to keep serving their lustful ways, those ungodly ways of life. So they try to get you to agree with them that it's not true. So that's why they poke fun. That's why they make fun. That's why they scoff at the things of God. And so as a result, because they know if they ever come to the foreknowledge of the truth, they're going to have to turn around and go away from that way of life. That's why they don't want to hear the gospel. That's why they don't want to hear the truth of the word of God, because they know once they hear it, they're going to have to deal with it. They think that they're going to be able to keep sinning and doing wrong and all these things, and then think they're going to be able to have a deathbed experience and be saved. They're going to be totally surprised. Amen. See, so we have to be aware of that. Even in our own nation, amen, we see that they're now making uh, blasphemous posters of God. They, they're doing all kinds of crazy things. You know, they're trying to proclaim to be God. They're trying to, to say, I'm God. You know, I can't remember that one guy's name that we're going around talking about he was God and everything else, you know. So they're making fun. They're, you know, you see it all the time in magazines. You see it in posters and everything. They're trying to 
laugh and 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 the the right the the I can't even say the word, but they're trying to make you think that you're nothing. They try to think, make you think that you're weak. They try to, to to portray Christians as weak, and you you can't make your own choices, and you can't make your own decisions, and you can't do what you want to do. You have to do what somebody else or some book tells you to do. But no. Amen. They're trying to discourage you. They're trying to get you to walk away from truth. And that's what the enemy does as we get close to the end. Amen. Peter tells us in the last days that scorpions are going to come. But the Lord tells us in Revelation 3.8, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before you an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied me. Amen. We have seen, amen, what is going to transpire. We see that these last days things that we're reading in Scripture, weather patterns are all out of place, and many false doctrines, and many people that proclaim to be prophets are now falling away. Amen. And just like the Scripture said, it was going to happen. And so you, beloved, as, as, as Paul says, don't be ignorant of these things. You've got to prepare yourself. You know it's going to happen. You know they're going to poke fun at you. You know, so you need to train your children. You need to build up your faith, uh, as Jude says. But you, beloved, keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercies of our Lord Jesus Christ. So some have compassion. You make a difference. Amen. You've got to learn to stand strong because they're going to mock you. They're going to poke fun at you. Amen. They're going to call you holy rollers. They're going to call you all kinds of names and things. Uh, they're going to laugh at you. So you need to get it in your heart. You need to get it in your mind. This is what's going to happen. They're going to poke fun. They're going to mock Christ because you represent Jesus Christ in the earth. Amen. And so this is what the, the world is trying to do. This is one of Satan's tactics is mockery and scoffer uh, at the children of God. And so you have to settle, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. You've got to realize the value and the importance of preparation. As Paul says, you've got to keep on the whole armor of God so that you're able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You've got to have your loins girded with truth. You've got to have the breastplate of righteousness. You've got to have your feet shod with peace. You've got to take the shield of faith so you can repel the fiery darts of the wicked. You've got to keep on the heaven of salvation, and you've got to stay in the word of God. Because if I can poke enough fun at you, if I can poke enough fun as an atheist or a person that don't care about God at your children, your grandchildren, do you know what's going to happen if they're not rooted and grounded? Because kids and most people can't handle persecution. Most kids and parent people can't handle rejection. And so the enemy knows this. And so that's why he pokes fun at him. That's why how many times you heard of your, your kids going to school and, and because they're wearing a dress or, or whatever or not participating in certain events or whatever, they get mocked. They get... You laugh that. They get fun poked at them. 
You know, and I've heard of, of kids because, you know, the parents didn't train and the parents didn't help them to prepare them in advance that the kids go off to school and they sneak a pair of pants or whatever in their backpack into the school and they get to school and mom and dad is not there and then because they don't want to be ridiculed by the other kids and poke fun at the other kids, they sneak off in the bathroom and they change so they can be, put on makeup and everything else so they can be just like the other kids. So they don't be picked at. Yeah. See, but we got to realize this is what's going to happen in the last days. See, we already got warning. So we need to prepare ourselves. We got to settle this thing. We got to teach. Train up your child in the way he shall go. And so when he's old, he won't depart from of it. Notice. Train him. Train, 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 train. Amen. Train them why we do what we do. Train their value of who they are and the importance of who they are as a child of God. Amen. We, it's going to happen. Praise God. Because the enemy of our soul is going to try his very best. The last days, perilous times are going to come. So we need to to handle this thing. Jude, and notice the book of Jude. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, the brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you And exalt you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unaware who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men turning the grace of our God into a civishness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance. Notice, he says, I'm going to put you back in remembrance. Though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed them that believed not, and the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains on the darkness unto the judgment of that great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah, and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over the fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise also their filthiness, dreamers defiled the flesh, despise dominion and speak evil of dignity. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, that's not bringing against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuked thee. But these speak evil of those things which they know not. But what they know naturally as brute beasts, and those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, and ran greedily at the heirs of Balaam for reward, and perished in the gainsaying of Korah. These are spots in your feasts of charity. When they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear, clouds that are without water, cared about of winds, and trees whose fruit wither without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots, raging waves of the sea, 
Coming out of their own shame. Wondering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch also the seventh from Adam prophesied of these saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speech which ungodly sinners have spoken against them. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their own mouth speak great swelling words, having men person in aberration because of advantage. But, beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you that there shall be mockers in the last day, who shall walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they separate themselves sensual, having not the Spirit. But ye, beloved, build up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercies of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, make a difference. And others say with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even their garments smarted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty to me and empower both now and forever. Amen. Notice what Jude says. He says, the, the apostles already told you. You know, the prophets already told you that mockers and scoffers are going to come in the last day. He says, so let me put you in remembrance. So that's what I'm doing is I'm putting you in remembrance. Get ready. If it ain't happened to you yet, it's going to happen. Until the Lord comes, you need to be ready. There's going to be false doctrine. There's going to be deception. There's going to be mockery. There's going to be scuffles. These things are going to come against the church, and you are the church. So you need to resettle it in your mind now and prepare yourself now that they can laugh all they want. They can poke fun all they want. But they, you need to realize they will reap what they sow, and so will you and I. So we stand fast and firm on the word of God. Amen. And we're not going to be easily moved by the ways of this world and the things of this world. Jesus has already told us you're going to be hated by all men for my name's sake. Settle it. In your mind. Amen. People are going to deceive you. Settle it in your mind. False doctrine is going to come. Settle it in your mind. Amen. So that you're not shaken. So that you won't give up. So that you won't turn and walk away. Amen. Many is falling away. Many are walking after their own lust, Jude says here. Amen. They are turning away from the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That which had saved them, they don't believe it anymore. They don't believe it's, it's worth keeping. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 23, 23, buy the truth and sell it not. Also, wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Amen. Don't let go of this gospel. If you let it go, there's nothing else, no other way you can be saved. There is no other gospel. Paul says in Galatians 1, But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you, then that which we have preached unto you, you let them be accursed. Uh, he says it twice. Amen. The gospel 
is the death. It is the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so the world and Satan is going to try to poke fun. He's going to try to, to make fun. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 3, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly in the latter times. Some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving to them that which believe and know the truth. Amen. You've got to realize here, amen, people is going to mock you because they're trying to justify themselves. They know it's wrong. Everybody is born with a little bit of wisdom. (laughs) Everybody has a conscience of the know right from wrong. You know, say, and so as a result, that when they're mocking and poking fun of you, all they're doing is trying to justify themselves. Say, you remember when the lawyer asked Jesus, you know, after the, he, he heard that Jesus had put the Pharisees and the Sadducees to silence. Then this lawyer comes to Jesus and he says, you know, which is the greatest commandment? You know? And Jesus says to you, the lawyer, what do you think? How do you interpret the scripture? You know, he put the monkey back on his back. He says, thou should love the Lord thy God with all thy Heart, mind, soul, and strength, and thy neighbor is thyself. Jesus is right. So go do likewise. And notice what the scripture says. He wanted to justify himself. See? And he said to Jesus, well, who's my neighbor? See? And that's what Jesus told the story about the Good Samaritan. And then notice after he told the story about the Good Samaritan, Jesus turned right back to him and said, okay, now, who do you think was his neighbor? He said, well, I guess the one that did good. He said, right, now go do likewise. See, he didn't justify his wrong. See, that's why they, these last days, that why they poke fun at you, because they want to justify themselves. And they want you to agree with their wrong. Don't agree with their wrong. If you know it's wrong, don't you agree with their wrong. You've got to take a stand. I'm afraid too many parents keep agreeing with wrong. You've got to stand firm on the word of God. See, I want my kids say, believe me, you know, but I'm not going to agree with their wrong. You've got to stand firm. Don't help them justify their wrong. Teach them how to justify their right. Amen. Support right, not wrong. Jude says they're going to go after their, what? Ungodly lust. Their psychological mindset is constantly pulling them to do wrong and go after wickedness and evil. That's why the world is constantly bombarding your minds and with evil. You know, look at all the apps and look at all, and, and you know, you've got to have wisdom. You've got to have some self-control. The world is trying to bombard you 
you know, with so much stuff. Remember Wednesday night we saw the scripture in Daniel 7.25 that he's going to try to wear out the sinks of the Most High? See, so we've got to get this thing in our minds and in our hearts that these things, they're going to poke fun. It goes all the way back. You remember when Nehemiah, when you read in the book of Nehemiah, when Nehemiah was building the wall, what happened? Here comes Sanballat and Tobin, and they stand outside and they make fun as they was trying to build the wall. They was poking fun at them. <laughs> look at these feeble Jews. <laughs> look at that. Man, look at that wall. Man, <laughs> are you kidding me? They was making so much fun out there. They said, man, if a fox ran into that wall, it'll knock it down. They was trying to discourage them. Everything they was trying to build they was being discouraged by the enemies of their soul. But who got the last laugh? God did. Because Nehemiah was building that wall based on what God says. You know, and when they realized it was finished, they realized, oh, wow. And then God sent them a, a, a message and pulled those guys back, and both of them was destroyed. Amen. Don't. Way, if they poke fun at you, you know, just tell them you need the Lord. Keep a smile on your face. Keep yourself excited. Keep yourself built up on your most holy faith. Amen. And don't give in to their way. Don't give in to their pressure. Because if you give in, guess where you're going? You're going the same place they're going. Hell is reserved for them. See? So don't give in. Your job is, as Jude says, what? Pull them out of the fire. Hating even their garments spotted by the flesh. Amen. So we've got to have a love for the things of God. Amen. Jesus says in Luke 16, 15, Ye are they which justify yourself before men. But God knoweth your heart, for that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Amen. See, they're trying to justify themselves, but it's all an abomination. It's making God sick. See, so we have to stand strong in these last days. Mockers are going to come. Solomon says in Proverbs 19.4, Proverbs 19.4, he says, a fool make a mockery of sin. Amen. A fool make a mockery of sin. Is, is, did I give you the wrong scripture? That night, I may give you the wrong scripture. I'm sorry. I wrote 19 for it now. But anyhow, it's in the Bible. <laughs> Amen. But a fool make a mockery at sin. See, they laugh at it. Why? Because the fool, Psalms 14, 1, says there is no God. The fool says in his heart there ain't no God. See, that's why they poke fun. That's why they make fun. See, they don't believe in God. If they believe, they know they got it turned away. See, they know they have to turn back to truth. See, so that's why they keep doing what they're doing. Amen. Praise God. Proverbs 19.29. Judgments are prepared for scorners and stripes 
for the back of fools. Judgment is prepared for scorners and stripes for the backs of fools. Amen. There's a judgment waiting. We all got to stand where? Before the judgment seats of God to give an account of the things that is done, whether good or whether evil. Galatians 6, 7, Paul says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he reap. Amen. Don't mock God. Don't think you're going to get away. Amen. With, with mocking and poking fun at him. Amen. He's going to get the laugh last. Amen. Notice what the Lord says in Proverbs 1, 26, uh, 233. I also will laugh at your calamities. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when the stress and anguish come upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me, for that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the respect of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my corrections and reproofs. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearken unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from the fear of evil. Amen. So God says, go ahead, poke fun at me if you want to. When you call upon me, don't even think I'm going to show up. <laughs> He says, you poke fun. You're, you're going to reap what you sow. You know, as, as, as Solomon says in the book of Cleazador, man sins a hundred times and it, it doesn't seem like, he says, there are going to be punishments coming, judgments coming. Say, so this is why we have to stand strong. We have to be solid. Amen. And our love and things for God. So what is the antidote for all this mockery? We got to love the name of Jesus. We've got to love the name of Jesus. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou must love him with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These words I command you this day must be hidden in your heart, and you must teach them diligently to your children. You talk about them when you rise up. You talk about them when you're in the way. You talk about them when you lie down. You write it as footless before your eyes. And you put it on your hands, your doorposts, your gateposts. Amen. You've got to love. The Lord says to Moses in Exodus 6, 3, And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, unto Jacob, by the name of God Almighty, but by my name Jehovah, I was not known of them. Amen. I appeared to them as El Shaddai, the Almighty. But my name Jehovah, the self-existent or eternal one, the God, the Lord. Amen. He says, I didn't appear to them, but I'm appearing to you as Jehovah, the Lord. Praise God. Jesus says in Matthew, in Matthew amen, I mean, John 13, 13, you call me master and you call me Lord and you say, well, for so I am. Amen. He's exalted his name above his word. Amen. I praise God. You need to realize the word above his name, excuse me, because in the beginning was the word. 
Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld His glory. The glory is the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and true. Amen. You see Isaiah 46, 5. You call me master. I mean, to whom will you liken me and make me equal and compare that, that we may be alike. Isaiah 46, 9 and 10. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning, from the ancient time, the things that are not yet done said, my counsel shall stand. And I will do my pleasure. Isaiah 43, 10 and 12. You are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I have declared. I have saved, I have showed, when there was no strange God among you. Therefore you are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Isaiah 44, 8, fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have not I told thee from that time? Have not I declared it? Ye are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. First Timothy 3.16 And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. Proverbs 18.10 The name of the Lord is a strong power. The righteous run into it. And is saint. Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus Christ. You've got to love this name above all other names. For there is no other name whereby you must be saved. And all the mockery and all the false doctrine and all the deception, you cling to the word and the name of Jesus Christ. Who is this who for our sorrow, for comfort and relief, bringing sunshine to the dark and shadow light, saying, softly cease repining, lift thy soul above the grave. Here's the peace that passeth understanding, still the strife. It is Jesus, Jesus. Sad ones weep no more. He has healed the broken heart. He has opened the blinded eyes and the open doors, and he's able to deliver Evermore, the name of Jesus. You've got to love Jesus more than anything else uh, in these end times. In order to be a victorious people and a victorious church in the end time, you've got to have a strong love of Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to take everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often offer. Oh, what needless pain we there, all because we do not carry everything to Jesus in prayer. Amen. As one songwriter says, tell me his name again. Tell me the story of Jesus. Write on my heart every word. Tell me the story more precious, precious than ever I have ever heard. Tell how the angels in chorus sing as they worship his birth. Glory to God in the highest. 
peace and goodwill to men on earth. You've got to love this name, but no greater name, no other name can heal us. No other name can save us. No other name can deliver us. It can break every chain. It can heal every problem. Amen. The name of Jesus. You've got to love this name. Amen. We are the people of the book of Sticker says, of the name, Jesus Christ. Amen. People say, you guys are Jesus everything. Yes, we're Jesus everything. Because it is Jesus. No other name. Tell me the story. Tell me his name again. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Praise God. And all the mockeries that's going on say, yep, Jesus. Amen. Next time somebody poked fun at you, say, yep, Jesus. Amen. As I seen that t-shirt when some guy was walking in Walmart, he had on t-shirts, y'all need Jesus. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. One lady had on one and I stopped her and I said, hey, tell me why I need Jesus. She said, oh, I was just joking. No, 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 no. Don't worry that. Tell me you're joking. Amen. We've got to know. Settle it. Amen. This is what the songwriter said. Long ago, down on my knees, long ago, I settled it all. Yes, the old account was settled long ago. And my record's clear today because he washed my sins away. When the old account was settled long ago, the book is all about him. Amen. It's all about him. Praise God. That name, that sweet name, that lovely name, that glorious name, that name that can help us. Amen. That name that's so wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of all peace. Amen. So in the in the mix of all this mockery and scoffer, you know, notice what the guy says. Notice what the writers encourages us. They stir up our mind and then they say, but you, beloved, <laughs> keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for and hasting for the soon coming of the Lord. They say, this thing is going to melt. Amen. It's going to melt away. But you, beloved, you're looking for a new heaven and a new earth. So make sure that you be found there. And the way you do that is you don't give up. You don't give in. You encourage yourself. You build up yourself on your most holy faith. You stand strong in the midst of all this persecution and craziness that's going on in our world. And as many as you can, pull out. Pull them out. Amen. Get them out of the fire. Amen. They laugh. Don't laugh with them. But pray with them. Pray for them. Amen. Just tell them, say, I'm going to be praying for you. Amen. Be praying for you. That's all you got to say. I'm going to be praying for you. And then just pray for them. Keep them on the altar. Amen. Keep them on the altar and see what God will do. Who, who ever knows? You know, I used to poke, make fun at, at, at Christians. You know, I would call myself one. You know? How many of you ever told some some crazy Christian jokes? <laughs> yeah, but think about some of this stuff, you know. But we got to realize we got to love that name. Oh, how I love the name Jesus! There is no sweeter name I know. Oh, how I love the name of Jesus! Amen. Love him. 
Love him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Amen. Let's take a break.